deal, Playboy? Huh? What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Plucka Plucka Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And you know I hate doing an episode without my dog, my partner, and my guy. Give Girl it up. Scream like I'm Keith. Y'all go on, Regin. You know what it is. <laughs> What's happening, man? How you feeling? I can't complain, man. I am running on fumes and Red Bull right now. Just fresh off the road. Uh, DJ the wedding yesterday. Um, it was a... Uh, uh, same sex, uh, LG, oh, sorry, LGBT, same sex, uh, two women got married, wife and wife. Um, but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful event. Uh, Chilean, well, the one of the wives were Chilean. The other one, I believe, was uh, just white, uh, Caucasian. I'm not sure from where, but um, there's some beautiful Chilean women in the building. I got to go to Chile one one day, man. <laughs> beautiful country. <laughs> He's like, I got to go to Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little flair on it. I gotta go to Chile. That was funny. I, mean, yeah. I got, I got, a, I got a uh, shout out my homegirl Ao Niche. It was uh, she actually put me on uh, to this gig, and we was driving in. She was like, uh, she was like, yeah, I think they Chilean, and she said it like twice, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, um, I was like, I think it's Chilean. <laughs> <laughs> we, this was in the car before we got there, and she was like, yeah. she's like, yeah, you might be right. I'm glad I ain't say that shit on the mic. <laughs> I was like, she's like, I'm over here talking about some Chilligans Island and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think they're Chilligans, man. <laughs> but that's what, that's what's cool about having a team when you, you know, when y'all professionals, you have, that's a con- little conference that y'all having. <laughs> now, I love working with AO Niche, man. It's always good energy. Um, people show her hella love. And it's always that love gets uh, shown to me by, by, I guess, by default because I'm right there because um, of my vicinity to it. But, nah, it's always a great time. Um, and then, you know, just just crash for the night. That was another thing, too. It was in, like, the mountains. Like, these people be getting married in the boonies. You got married in, like, the boonies, right? <laughs> well, we was driving. Yeah. I swear we was driving. We, on the way there, we see Dare just running across. You know, I'm like, I'm like yo, niche. That's a dare. <laughs> yo, this goes another yeah. like, I'm trying to have her on the yeah. P's and Q's. But on the way back, I'm tired as fuck. I'm falling asleep on her. So she keeps going, like, you seen that? That was a bat. I was like, I think. <laughs> She's like, you seen That's that? Crazy. <laughs> I, she keeps going, you seen that? I was like, nah, what I said? What they ran past? What they do? <laughs> and, then I, and, and then I did see her something that looked like a bird. I, I was, guess it was a big ass bat. That shit was big as fuck flying in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, looking like That's a terror. That's crazy. Pterodactyl out in this bitch. Where we at? <laughs> but it was uh, yeah. Up, upstate New York is is dope in that sense because it's like if you're from one of the the may, uh, large towns or cities like you know Albany, Schenectady, New York City, Newburgh, and then you drive into the boonies, it's like wow, it's like a different world. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like all yeah. kinds of hiking and resorts and shit out there. It was a nice little piece of land though that they had. They did it on their own little spot. They had a you know fire going at the end of the night. They was they was doing it up. It was a cool wedding. Um, I said, but speaking about the animals, I feel like when I was driving back just now, I seen a fucking like bear cub on the side of the road. You know how ways ways would be like yeah. animals nearby. I was just seeing a dead ass animal on the gra- on the ground. I'm like, what the? I can't. Is that a dog? Like I can't identify this shit. <laughs> shit big as yeah. fuck too on the ground. So I was like, it might have been a bear cub. Who knows? That season, yeah, man. I'm from I'm from New York City, so I I haven't spent much time outside of New York City like you have. So like animals really freak me out, man. I be seeing shit. I'll tell you about that. I think we spoke on this podcast about that squirrel. Like I've seen squirrels, but I've never seen a squirrel like incapacitated before squirming. So I thought that shit was a furry snake. <laughs> I saw a, a possum one time. I think it was a possum. It was just like this bit, like this fuzzy rodent, just kind of like scurrying around i'm like what is that shit i'm like nope no way no way in my crib them shits look straight out of hell possums them shits is the devil's animals (laughs) now that i ride my bike i gotta look out for roadkill and i I seen one of them dead shits at the time i swear the eyes was following me as i rode past (laughs) that shit it was was still it was still half alive it was like you save me please Yo, I'm just, like, nope. Nope. I'm gonna send you back to hell where you came from, nigga. <laughs> uh man, so you said you did the block party, uh you had a block party that you went to, right? Um that was in your neighborhood. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's funny how life changes because this is probably the first like I I have friends who are also parents, like uh-huh. guys, but like to like a dad networking meeting where y'all just get together and just start cussing like crazy because like man I gotta get this cussing out baby I can't be cussing in the crib with all my kids so we're just getting together oh so you, it wasn't you a fam know. you didn't take the fam with you it was, it was solo dolo no the family was with me it was around the corner oh gotcha but gotcha. like you know everyone kind of split up so um kids go with kids had, it was with, with my son mm-hmm. and then uh, we, the dads is all over on another section just talk about sports and making dick jokes <laughs> we <don't, laughs> full on locker room talk we don't never get this topic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw it up, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You know where else you could grab him by? Yeah, 
was that? That's what's up, man. How you, I, I, I uh, maybe because I'm a single parent, I don't really get. Actually, I bond more with moms, like the more yeah. of the people that I meet are like moms. But how is that like? Kind of being in a circle, I guess, through your through your child or through your pa- being a parent, like um, meeting other dads and stuff like that. Because you're married also, so I'm assuming like you hang yeah. out with other couples and maybe other parents and stuff like that. Do is, is that a, a common thing? I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I guess so. I, I guess it is, man. Because okay. like uh, your kids young. You know, there's like Facebook group. Yeah, like yeah. my um, my wife is part of a Facebook group with just like moms and stuff, just giving announcers and shit. Like you know, you know what daycare sucks. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> I think about giving rice cereal, you know, whatever, some shit like shit like that. Like, what about the arsenic in the rice? What up with that? Everything's bad reviews. Ain't nothing good. Right? <laughs> Ain't no good products you can use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been putting oregano. It's either weird stuff that it's like that can't be good that somebody else is saying. Yeah, put oregano in, the, in your child's milk. They be sleeping forever. I'm like, what? <laughs> Give them five melatonin gummies. They knock right out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, man. Hey, you ever had a 15-hour nap? Yep, that's it. <laughs> nah, that's, that's that's crazy. Yeah, because your kid is young. Because I, I think about it, I didn't really meet other parents. So my kids started going to uh, uh, pre-K and then uh, right. yeah, actual school. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, it's definitely um, – it's, it's weird, though. It, it, it's like um, – because I've met a lot of cool moms, and definitely they've helped me out. And they, moms have given me clothes that – couldn't fit their kids and, and you know what I'm saying, help me out with babysitting. So it's good to have that network and circle. And it's good to be, this is not to switch subjects, but like, it's good to be cool with females sometimes that you're not trying to fuck. Like, because yeah. <laughs> at first, I'll be honest with you, at first when you say, yeah, I've had other moms, you know, maybe help them, help your boy out if you know, if you dig what I'm saying. But then you, you, you if you didn't elaborate, you'd have left that out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they give me clothes, or, you know, hand-me-downs come in the clutch or whatever. So I'm glad that you offered that, that them details. Well, well, that's how you know you're getting older when you uh, you prefer babysitting over pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? So, yeah, nah. Um, nah, definitely uh, shout-out to shout out to all the single moms out there. And shout-out to the single dads, because I feel like we don't ever get shouted out. You deserve it, too, man. It's a shout-out to all the parents out there doing the damn thing. Been a lot of crazy stuff happening this week, Keith, uh, in the news, right? It's been a pretty hectic week. I got to start the shit off on a sad note. Like, we have done way too often on this show, man. And um, give condolences to uh, rapper PNB Rock. Um, can't say I was the biggest PNB rock fan, but definitely as a DJ, I've come across a lot of his music. Um, every every day we lit was a fire song. Um, Selfish is like number one on Apple Music right now, but it, but it was a banger when it first came out. Also, um, but we got to talk about I guess the bigger thing here is like, and there's two things is like, why does someone feel that they have to kill a man to take his possessions right is is, is that for survival mm-hmm. is that for stunting is that to prove a point and then the other thing is like is it going to reach a point where we stop getting sad when rappers die because we just feel like well, you chose the wrong profession dog like you see what happens you know what i mean like and mm-hmm. you, you you think but but i guess I, and i'm gonna let you talk on it for a second but i guess just for me and, and as in my experience as a as a, a podcaster as a dj if this thing reaches a level where I guess people know me when I walk in a room. Um, I feel like I'm going to move. And I guess maybe because of the way that I handle myself, if if it's a situation where I could be unsafe, I'm going to move with security, right? I'm going to move with a team of people at least to kind of filter me. Um, but I think there's this mentality of um, I'm going to be in the hood with all my jewels and, and kind of flossing to show how hard you are. And I don't think everyone's built like that, right? I don't. I think certain rappers could pull that off. Like the baby, you know, not to glorify it, but the baby's been tried and the baby's handled himself. You know what I mean? Um, shot, shot someone that tried to come on his property. You know what I'm saying? Someone tried to press him in L.A. It, it didn't work out well for them. So um, certain people can move like that. And, but I think they're smart enough to know how to move, right? Like maybe if you move in certain circles, you got to check in when you go to L.A. You know what I mean? You got to... And, and then if... It, and if you choose not to, you can find yourself as being a victim. And if you're not in those circles, I guess you don't have to worry about that or you just protect yourself, right? Like, I don't think R&B artists, for the most part, or we'll just say country artists, we'll say uh, pop stars, they're not getting robbed in the middle of restaurants. But are they in the right. middle of Crenshaw wearing jewelry or, or, or Compton or whatever, South Central, wherever that Roscoe's is located? You know what I'm saying? Are they yeah. are they putting it out there like that? Like, come try me, so to speak. Um, but I guess I'll let you talk on, on, on the PNB situation. Um, were, you, were you familiar with any of his music? 
Nah, I, be, I won't lie to you. Uh, I know the name, but I'm, I, I can't even tell you one single song. Them songs that you just named. Mm-hmm. Maybe I heard them, but I don't... I wouldn't be able to recognize them or think about what the tune is. Mm-hmm. However, damn, that joint is mad sad. And honestly, to to your point, I guess you're talking about trying to put yourself in in a situation where um, you're not so so open, so vulnerable to to getting jammed up like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was broad day inside of one of the most famous restaurants in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So maybe in his head, he's like, ah, this ain't this ain't bad. Like I'm. I'm hard, but I don't need to prove how hard I am. So I would rock my jewelry in daytime and, and you know, getting chicken and waffles, the most anodyne of, of all of all breakfast, lunch, brunch foods. So um, but here, but, all in all, it's sad. But but here's where, where it's kind of funny, right? He's on Academics podcast. Shout out to DJ Academics. Talking about the last time he was in L.A. He was in a sneaker store with his girl and his kid, and niggas tried him. He heard, you know what I'm saying? He's hearing niggas in the background, and he turns towards them. They they like yo I know who I know who you are nigga what the fuck da 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 da, da you know what I mean and he's, this, even though the story doesn't even like the story sounded wild he's like yo I just fleed him off kind of and and walked off and then I don't know how that ended if he just went to his car and pulled off or whatever the case may be but you literally a week ago was telling a story about how you got why you in the middle of the hood right and it's that it's right. it's like uh, it, I don't, it's frustrating bro because it's like when did that become cool to die over your jewelry and when did that you know what I'm saying like or when did it become cool to like it, there's no coolness in that there's no you don't you can't help your family out no more you can't floss no more you can't do anything like that and i'm not saying you got to be scared and and move like a pussy like move how you want to move but take the proper precautions you know what i'm right. saying like this you people know who you are everybody, and then that's the thing that got me mad too everybody running with oh his girlfriend posted location Nigga, you posted location by showing up there. And people know who you are. People take pictures. You think when you walk, I take pictures of people all the time without them knowing. Because it's some funny shit. Like, look at this funny motherfucker. <laughs> look at this. You telling me if niggas see PNB rock, they not taking pictures of the motherfucker like without him knowing, posting it, sending it all to their homeboy. Yo, da da da, rocking da He's rocking this. He's rocking that. He look, he spending this much. So it's like, come on, filter yourself, bro. Like, have a, if you, if that's important to you to be out there, then. Have it, your niggas at the next table. Have you know what I'm saying? Something. There's got to be some type of like, because unfortunately you weren't built like that. You know what I'm saying? Whether you thought you were or not, someone felt the need to prove that you weren't built like that, and they were like, "Yo, this is how this is how I'm built like that." You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 willing to take that that risk. To, to, it means more to me than it obviously means to you. And if uh, maybe not, but you died for it, so maybe not. But you know what I mean? Niggas is willing to willing to kill somebody over it, and it's. It's sad. It's stupid, and it's it's and it bothers me. It doesn't happen in other genres, which I don't want it to happen in other genres. But I want us to focus on why is it happening in hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. I heard there's like a um, I, I don't know, like a, it's like a thing in L. A. to to jam rappers up in that way, like all celebrities. Young Dolph, like a personal thing, huh? Young Dolph, Dolph like, yeah. Uh, yeah well, he, he, Memphis, he died right? in his hometown. Dolph died in his hometown. In Memphis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but that that seemed like it was personal because they knew that. But that was another thing he took a he took a picture at that location the week before, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like another situation where you are a little bit out there too much, where you can be touched, you know what I'm saying? Or, and yeah. people watching your movements. But no, go ahead. What's your yeah. what's your thought? That is a, that is a thing to rob celebrities. Like I, I feel like I heard a story about Terrence J got followed home. Uh, mm-hmm. He's what do you, he's an actor, a host of 106 of Park. Like ain't nothing gangster about Terrence right. J. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they if they think you got money, yeah, they want to try. People, I've heard stories about in, in New York City, a nigga got um robbed while eating at a table, one of those outdoor uh restaurants, and someone rolled up on him and stole his watch. Boy, they like like yeah, it was, niggas, it's 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 crazy out there to begin with, and to tempt these animals. <laughs> what they say, don't feed the animals. Hey, nigga, right, don't right. feed <laughs> you 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 literally holding steak in front of them. Like you wild, yeah. bro. But rest yeah. in peace. Nah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I can see how they feel that they're not in in that much danger because I've eaten outdoors in New York before, and you know a lot of people dress nice and mm-hmm. they might have a really nice watch. It may not be flashy with a whole bunch of you know sprinkles on it, but you, you might very well see be, be sitting next to a lady rocking a ten thousand dollar watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or rocking the a really expensive purse or a dude rocking $2,000 shoes like just, you know, next to me with my $50 New Balances on. Yeah. But, like, nobody feels like anyone's going to run up on them, even though you have, like, there might be, like, people begging for money literally 
you're just walking by because you're at an at a outdoor, mm-hmm. outdoor dining. So, but you don't feel that danger. It's annoying, but you know. I, so it's it's I see how there could be like a sense of you know security there, even if even if you're not like one of those dudes who say, "Yo, I'm a let a dude try to run up on me." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. For, yeah. To that point, PMB's probably been outside a lot. In different states right. and out of his out of his hometown, he's like, I, you know, what I mean. So it, to him, it was just another day of doing what he's normally been doing. Yeah, but it only takes. You know, I mean, that's what they want. They want you to move like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. like, yeah, yeah, think it's think it's sweet because we gonna run up on you. Benny the Butcher got ran up on at a Walmart. <laughs> like out of town, you know what I'm saying? Like that, and like, come on now, <laughs> like literally got shot. Like it's not like you know what I'm saying. And it's just like, what did you? What do you think he? I don't know what he was wearing at though. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Maybe he was flashing. I don't know. But it's like at a Walmart. <laughs> like yeah. I come here to get cheap drawers, or you know what I'm saying, and socks, like some some food real quick. Like it's yeah, it, they don't care, and it's they never did. And it's just now it's you know what's the other thing I heard that they do crazy is the social media influencers because they'll be in their crib or they'll be in their neighborhoods and they 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 know they got expensive products. So like oh and they like all right boom I, I know that girl from the internet oh she lives in that building right there you know what I'm saying like people really be mm-hmm. scoping them like that and really you know what I mean that's what that's how Kim Kardashian got ran up on in, in France they yeah. was they, so it was just like it, it and I'm guilty of it too so I'm not can't even tell people I, I, the biggest advice I'd be like don't post in the moment right but I've done it I, I DJ I got flyers telling you <laughs> what I'm doing in the moment so it's like it's hard and it's um. No, it, it's literally been like I've 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 told people like yo you can't be posting certain things because of security and then those people really don't even get it like they're like eh, it's my life it's I don't want the freedom to, you know what I mean like and they and, and it is so it's hard it's it's more like a drug kind of it's like people feel like if they yeah. can't do it they kind of missing out on something so but I, I tell everybody out there man just move move accordingly you know what I'm saying if you move where you feel comfortable moving and if you know you going somewhere that might have been uncomfortable for someone else maybe plan to roll deep or, with, or, or whatever precautions you got to take because I'm tired of saying rest in peace to rappers, man, but um, unfortunately, this is the reality we live in. So one more time, rest in peace to PNB Rock, prayers with his family, uh, prayers with his girlfriend because that's crazy that you lose your baby dad and the entire internet's blaming you for posting right. a picture, like as if you like purposely did it to fuck up your money or fuck up, you know, how is she living now? That's her, that was, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, and then on top of that, she lost someone that meant something to her and then got to deal with this shit. So shout out to her too. Um, I guess another rest in peace, man, the queen. <laughs> to the queen. <laughs> One of my favorite Cosby Show episodes. To the queen, to the queen though. <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, shout out to Queen Elizabeth passed away. If you don't know, if you've been living under a rock. Um. My thing is, why is this country so obsessed with the Brits, <laughs> the British royals? That shit is like that shit. Which literally, country? The America. Why, well, why are Americans? Yeah, I understand why in Britain they they wilding over there. I heard it's like a twenty four hour wait just to see a, a casket. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's some iPhone shit, <laughs> but just to see a, a casket. But um, nah, like that. But I don't get the obsession with them at all. Like even Harry and Meghan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, but but. It, I don't know, <laughs> and I, for some odd reason, I thought like we would have went through our whole lifetime and Charles would have never got it, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like the Queen would have passed it down to his son or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think the part of the obsession is that like we growing up, we we read books about the the, the prince and the king and the, and all this different type of stuff, and they really got that stuff over there, but not in a way where it's like they're not still conquering nations and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of friendly. It's kind of a friendly story, at least in, in most people's lifetimes. You know what I'm saying? Like in the last, in the in most of the Queen's time, it's been more, hasn't been that that strong, strong arming, you know, conquest over nations. Co- you know, they still, they still have colonies, but it's, it's just different now. So but that could be, that could be the influence, right? Because they have all these islands and stuff like that where they actually do kind of, they've, she's on the money. Some places, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's right. like, yeah, maybe that's yeah that that type of like you got worldwide fame. So like, yeah, uh, yeah I guess you you some type of person stature. But yeah, uh, that, uh, shout out to her, <laughs> lived a great and life. The pop culture stuff and the pop culture stuff, like her having, you know, she she came up in when TV was evolving. Mm. So as the queen and, yep. and as a princess, so making speeches to to um, troops 
I think in for World War Two and um, being the queen when Churchill was there and uh, meeting Kennedy and, and just all this stuff that she's just been there through it's some Forrest Gump shit like she's just been there through <laughs> throughout history and you watched it you know what I'm saying? outlived like all these people <laughs> yeah and it was just there and affecting stuff even though she doesn't have like power she has iconic powers like, oh yeah that's the queen but she doesn't vote on stuff or veto stuff or nothing like that she might advise the prime minister but the prime minister is the one you know pushing the buttons mm. so I, I think that that's pretty cool to just watch her alongside all that stuff and then you got stuff like um unfortunately princess diana and then just all this interesting stuff that it ain't like the the president of the united states doing a lot of it or being involved in a lot of the stuff that she's in because it's not as consequential per se it just moves the culture in a certain way and i think that's super fascinating mm. i heard there's a dope uh princess died documentary out um on hbo max maybe i, I could be wrong but i heard it was pretty good yeah. like it, it talks about her life and it's like an in-depth look on just everything that happens up to the tragedy when she passes away but yeah even yeah that's a big part of it too i guess just they're all they all have had pretty big impacts on the world like um yeah and that, I, I like how she's getting her flowers i didn't know shit about queen elizabeth before this I guess I could have did the research myself, but it didn't seem pertinent. But like, yeah, she's 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 German, ain't she? I just learned that. Shit, I was born in Germany. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Because you know how royals marry royals. So yeah. yeah, so I believe that she was brought over there to marry the king or the prince or the die at the time or whatever. Um, what else is going on, man? It's been a crazy week. What else is going on out in these streets? Oh, I've seen that born in London, huh? She was born in London. Oh, was she born in London? What I, I thought she was German. Maybe she lived in Germany for a while. Then, where'd I hear that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I doubt it. Because <laughs> her, her her dad was like a, a prince, but then her dad's uncle, her dad's brother, her being her uncle, was next in line for the throne. But he said, "Nah, I'm good." So it went to her dad. And her dad was sick, so that you know he was the king. So who, who's next in line is her. Oh, so she didn't marry into that. What the? Am I getting wrong Prince, information? <laughs> um, her husband. Uh, I can't remember her husband's names, uh, but I don't know. He might have been had some relation. I don't know to which country, but gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Mayfair, yeah, that's in England, right? Yeah. Well, I fucked that up. <laughs> but <laughs> nah, shout out to the queen though. Um, shit, now I'm down to doubt all the information I heard about her this week. <laughs> like, was I hearing about another bitch? Um, nah, but shout out, shout out to Queen Elizabeth, man. Um, shout out to all the black women that, uh, did real big at the Emmys this year, right? I never really pay attention to Emmys like that, but I've seen, uh, we was winning. I don't pay attention to Emmys and I don't pay attention to black women. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was going with that. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm well, actually really proud, man. Um, fucking D from Moesha, Cheryl Lee Ralph, right? She she wanna uh, she wanna that's uh, that's crazy. I was uh, I was talking to wifey about Cheryl Lee Ralph is is one of those actresses that um, you you know like she's been with you all your life, but I can't name a particular show, so I don't even remember her from Moesha. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, that, well, that's the role. I know, but you're right. She has been on mad TV shows, and um, that's what I remembered her for. Um, she won, what did she win? Uh, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series uh, for Abbott Elementary. Um, shout out to Abbott Elementary. They had a good night. Lizzo, Lizzo won some Dope shit. Show. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Um, Lizzo won for her show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. Um, Best Competition Series, which Lizzo's winning streak is just continuing. And Aries yeah. Spears is continuing to lose. <laughs> Big time. Word up. Um, Zendaya won for Euphoria. Um, outstanding lead actress in a drama. Uh, shout out to her. So she's she's killing it. Um, and, and Quinta Brunson, that's speaking of Abbott Elementary, I wasn't aware that she made the show. I thought she was just an actress. That was I just found that out. So she's uh she took on best writing for a comedy series. Um Did you see her when she won her speech though with Jimmy Kimmel did? Nah, I didn't see it. Nah, I wasn't watching the show. I heard about it though. Like he was, did a gag, but then the gag ran too long and messed her whole thing up. Yeah, so I guess Jimmy Kimmel ain't, ain't, he has lost like thirteen years in a row for his for the late night uh, category. So I guess the bit was he got drunk backstage and um, passes out, but then he stayed on the ground while she got on stage, 
and like just sat there, just laid on the ground. So it's like she tried to she she powered through, but I was like, yeah. but you, but it was fucked up. And it is like you know how you know like the camera didn't even pan back to him on the ground. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, um, and he has experience with award shows and on TV, tons of experience. So mm-hmm. he should know better than to do something like that. Yeah, it's fucking up her first. Uh, get, get, yeah, he quest loved her. <laughs> he messed up a moment like like uh, they did at the Oscars, but um, I believe she was on his show this week. I didn't catch it, so I, I'm pretty sure they just water under the bridge now. Um, and and Quintus, they heard the gag like they kind of did the gag back almost, like kind of made fun of it. Uh, yeah, and Jimmy's cool like that, like you know what I'm saying. He knows when he fucks up, yeah. So it's like, but I, I was just happy to see all them. I don't pay attention to Emmys at all, and I'm even it, it, Abbott Elementary. I'm, I'm still on the first. Well, they, they they have only made one season, right? Or did, are they on the second one yet? Yeah, I think they just finished the first season. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I haven't even um gotten through the whole first season, but every episode I see it, I love. So shout out to them, man, doing the damn thing, man. Um, Keith, we gotta switch up to my favorite segment, dog. Have you heard? I hear headlines, and you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, yo, I'll bring it to the to the table, and I'll see if my dog Keith has heard first up. I really only got one, to be honest. Have you heard the story uh, that certain uh, large cities, border cities, are, uh, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, sorry, border states are busing migrants to large cities like D.C., I believe uh, a bunch of them were just Martha's Vineyard or some shit like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. All over the country, sending them to like Democratic ran uh, cities, and uh, it, it, that is the most. Ga- I don't, I, I don't claim a, a political party, but if I was looking for the most gangster, I might go with the Republican ones right now because that is some gangster shit, bro. And it's not the first time you heard of shit like that, but this is on another level. Yeah, man. I, I will say, man, throughout the probably in the last, let's say, fifty years. Republicans, man, they be doing some diabolic. They planning and execution and patience is is second to none, man. Because that joint of yo, we our whole thing is oh, well, you know, the Democrats got open borders and uh, da da da, and the Democrats are like, well, you know, they're people, you know, uh, asylum, all that type of stuff. Republicans say, you know what? Let's take some bread and ship people to different parts of the country and just see what how how the Democrats are reacting. Clearly, it's not. That's not an easy thing to just, without warning, just put a bunch of people who need assistance into anybody's city or state. So they they um they they bust a bunch of people to like the front of Kamala Harris's crib. No, they did they? <laughs> Literally yeah. her house. Who's driving the bus? So, yeah. <laughs> like, are you gonna get a Greyhound driver? Be like, yo, <laughs> stop oh, driving for the bus. Well, think hey. about it, man. Think about think about senior cut day in high school. Dude. Somehow we bought a, a, a Peter Pan bus to go out to, to <laughs> Six Flags Great Adventure. That's true. So it, it can't be that hard to pay a bus, you know, a bus company. It's probably not that much money. I don't know. If I was to just guess a number, I'd be like, oh, a thousand bucks. That's nothing. Like, if you're a politician, mm-hmm. hey, they'd be like, yeah, here, a thousand bucks. That's nothing. Even tip the guy and everything. <laughs> be like, yo, drop it right by the gate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know no, that I think of, yeah, you're right. They probably did. They probably the person taking the call to do the bus to charter the bus. They don't give a fuck. They like where? Yeah. Pick up where? Drop off where? All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like the they, I think they chartered a plane or, or something like that to fly people out to Martha's Vineyard because I've never been, but from what I understand, you can only get there by ferry or small plane. <laughs> they like, we're going to get them. The island. Well, I, I yeah. heard, wasn't it that they, where is Martha's Vineyard? In Maine or? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I thought they sent them to Massachusetts and then, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Because then Martha's Vineyard shipped them out, didn't they? Or they, didn't they do something with them? Or they I just kept they're doing something with them, but they're putting them, sure. they're sending them to like another island or something like that to be processed and some shit like from what I heard. They like yo, y'all got yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah. That's nah, that's that's nutty, bro. You know what's the funny thing about chartering the buses? The bus company like, all right, so how long you want us to wait for them? They like, nah. <laughs> 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 this ain't no round trip. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> you figure it out when you get there, brother. You want me to pay for you to get back home, bet? All right, whatever, just. Yeah. Yo, the funny thing is they on some like you know the beginning of Scarface where they send the uh where Castro sending the people over. They doing some Scarface shit like they they was like I right, throw some sex offenders in there too. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> These niggas is off the chain, man. That that's is some diabolical shit. That's yeah. some real, like, yo, that's... Hey. <laughs> and I heard that, like, the... the uh, let me see. Something about the mayor of San Antonio is with it, too. Like, he... Let me see. And he might be a Democrat. Right now, it's... Yeah, it's Put your money where your mouth is, man. They they showed and proved, man. I can't. I gotta respect that. Like, yeah, they like, yeah, you like you like them, take them. <laughs> but I gotta see how the Democrats play back on this one. It is a midterm year, so that is yeah, use the perfect word for that diabolical. I lied, man. I actually have one more uh, headline. Um, have you heard about the Phoenix Suns owner <laughs> dropping n bombs like a like a mug? <laughs> You mean uh, suspended for you? I didn't. Well, I guess owners could be suspended, right? Like, cause um, the owner of the Yankees wasn't he? He was suspended for like I think mm-hmm. multiple years. But uh, what's it called? Uh, Robert Sarver got suspended for a year, fined ten million after repeatedly using the N words. <laughs> they said at least five times <laughs> on separate occasions. Um, he also made some wild comments about um female employees and and, and talked about their appearances. Uh. But yeah, I think the N word took it. It was the the took it over the top. He said in in emails. I believe he said we need a nigga to coach these niggas. <laughs> don't don't quote me on that one, but I believe that was a direct a direct line. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, yo. man, like it's it's a. Uh, you know, it was a tough thing about it. Uh, I, I, I it's like I know, right? And I'm not the only person who who knows or feels this, but I, I know. And there's at least what is it like about thirty NBA teams? At least seven of them has used the N word, at least you know, oh, at owners? least five times. You mean the owners? owners yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 at some point. Well, no, but I think if I remember correctly from the story, he was like, I think when Draymond Green uh, was complaining, you know, <laughs> he repeated like he was like, yo, he just said that, you know, like he just said nigga, he just said, you know what I mean? But he was like, yo, he said that. I had a, a supervisor at my job. That's why it's hilarious to me because I think it's something that white people do often when they can use it as a quote. Like they they do it because uh, Joe Biden's done that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Famously, like so. I remember having a supervisor at work, and um, instead of saying the, the n word, he was like da 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 is, is mad that such and such called him a nigger. Mad times. <laughs> he, just, he dropped it mad times. He didn't do. He, I don't think he did it in front of black people. But I remember my white homeboy had told me like, but he's like, yo, he's just go. He's got carte blanche now. He's just running. He's running wild with this shit. And they're like, yeah, it, uh, no, you get even if you quote it. I believe in his emails. It's like every time he used it, he had the a word, the a at the end. <laughs> so I think he, I, maybe he misunderstood how to use it, but I doubt it. I think he's back. Yeah. He's born back in the day when it was used bad so why would you even play around with that yeah and i don't say that as an excuse i'm just saying that i have a feeling that at least seven owners you know what i'm saying like i just have that feeling and that is to say that i'm not surprised surprised about it not to say that he doesn't deserve the punishment or deserve something even more severe than that but it's like i don't i don't want people to 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 be like, oh, it, we got them. Like, we caught them, we got them, we punished them. There's, there's a lot of more people out there, and I don't know that if, you know, it's going to be at least, like, 20 years before all the, the owners and a lot of people in power till you get, like, a, a large batch of them that hasn't done stuff like this, at least hasn't done stuff like this as much as he has. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he comes from a different time. I don't know. I don't know who this owner is. I don't know how old he is, but let's well, say he was coming of the... I guess even I guess maybe to play devil's advocate, even if they don't get better, I think they'll be smart enough not to do it publicly, right? Ri- or right. do it in writing, or you know what I'm saying. Like Donald Sterling was smart enough not to do it publicly, <laughs> and right. he made he made some wild comments publicly, but he had to get he's recorded, old. huh? And he's old, so yeah. he kind of has that sensibility, even yeah. though he came up at a certain time. Exactly. I think that. And then, uh, well, what do you think about the, the the punishment? You think a year is severe enough? I mean, in a league that is what ninety. Five percent black, right? <laughs> I could be wrong on the numbers, but it's, at least it seems like it. Um, yeah, he got suspended. For, Sixty. Yeah, he got suspended for a year, and then uh, I think the NBP, NBPA executive director is like she she thinks it should be a lifetime lifetime ban. That'd be crazy because it's like a money interest, like it's ownership stuff. So I I wonder how that works. So 
just aside from like the the punishment thing and the suspension thing, I I wonder if the NBA as a league kind of battle with like what do you do with the owning the ownership of the team? Are you mm-hmm. gonna force him to sell it like you did with uh, Donald, Donald Sterling? Sterling or, yeah, because that set the precedent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're like, and maybe Donald Sterling somewhere if he's not seen. I was like, yo. <laughs> what's going on here my yeah. man and the phoenix suns are what playoff contenders at least if 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 not championship contenders so you know what i'm saying so it's definitely something that he he would miss out um by being there this season but no i think maybe if not lifetime maybe a more severe punishment might uh have to be what's 10 million to him i'm not i mean right. it's, it's it's he probably doesn't like writing a check for 10 million but when you're worth that much money i does it does he even that's, that's like a, a parking ticket for us so. Yeah, look, look at the uh, that that governor of uh, what state was it? Uh, Virginia or North Carolina? One of them, the dude with the black face and everything, Ralph Northam, if I'm not mistaken, right? <laughs> yeah, Ralph Northam, mad cool, mad progressive policies that that you know, many of them were said to be beneficial to to the black community in Virginia. They had just full on blackface. You can't get more. What was his blackface story? Was he impersonating? Uh, a famous think, black person? I don't think so. I think that was the his attorney general. Because remember, then it was like, all right, who who would be next? Who who would take over? So he it was took, like he took the picture with the KKK. I think he was something he, like like his yeah. homeboy was in KKK and he was just in blackface. I don't know. He might have had like a pharaoh suit on or something like that. Okay, um, but yeah, it was that's like right. from a med school yearbook or something like that. <laughs> the, <laughs> the funny thing about like because I think that there's it's was funny. I was listening to a podcast this week where they were talking about it. Like we've conflated blackface where they were making fun of black people with black people doing an imp- well, sorry excuse me with white people doing an impression of black people where they put on makeup right like it's there are two different things right like there's a reason that the jimmy kimmel and the jimmy um fallon skits of 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 Karl malone and chris rock respectively went on air because it didn't it for so, i think someone recognized well this isn't necessarily the sambo character right that the right, of, that right. where blackface comes from but somewhere between the lines somewhere somewhere uh, somewhere after tropic thunder <laughs> the lines are like yo you put on the makeup you're doing blackface whether it's well or whether it's a funny what done well done respectfully that's blackface and that's yeah. that needs to be punished and megan what's her name megan kelly she's like What's wrong with blackface? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's from the, the Tropic Thunder the school, of, school of thought on, on on blackface, and there's a lot of people who say, "Yo, I saw Tropic Thunder. Dude, Iron Man was in blackface. What's up? What's wrong with that?" <laughs> Word up! When you Iron Man, he could do what the fuck you want. I guess, man. That's the power of Marvel, man. Uh, Keith, yeah. that is another episode in the books, man. It's always a pleasure doing an episode with you, brother. Where can my people find you at on social media? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. That's amazing, man. Your people can find me at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y on uh, Instagram. Follow Perfect Talk on Instagram as well at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, also follow me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Um, I'm interested on there sometimes. Um, what else? What else we got going on? We can find the website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com for every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift, and the radio show I do with my brother, DJ Show, called Money Talks Radio. Also, you can find every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever your favorite podcasts are sold i had an issue with apple podcast too i had to like restart the podcast like with under a different account it was nuts like i kind of got locked out so if you know somebody that listens on apple podcast and they say yo they ain't dropping no episodes no more tell them search for it again we got a new we got a new one um but that's just that's part of the game right that's how i go (laughs) um keith what yo actually have you seen that man tateo documentary i haven't uh i've seen the 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 netflix preview Uh well one i've uh, I want to watch it, but I feel as if like just the that the preview was like, man, I, I've not seen the whole documentary. They gave you too much, right? They gave, yeah, they probably gave too yeah, much away. But, yeah, because I heard about it though. I heard it's tough, but in general, that those sports series from from Netflix, them shits is. I haven't watched one yet. I think I watched maybe one. I can't. Well, the I can't last remember, the last dance was Netflix. Oh no, well, it was ESPN. No, nah, that was ESPN. Yeah. I was thirty for thirty. Yeah, yeah. But, then, but then Netflix did something it, during the pandemic, I think, to make it come out earlier, or, or didn't they get involved in some in some way? 
and and nah, they didn't. They didn't have. No, I don't think they had anything to do with okay. uh, producing the Last Dance. They have. I think it's on Netflix after it after had it came on ESPN. ESPN. Mm. Yeah. So, but that that documentary joint looked like it's giving ESPN a, a run for its money because they got that Redeem Team joint coming out. They got the Manti Teo. So they got a few other things. So. I'm not sure who yeah, makes the Redeem yeah. Team one, but I, yeah, I think the man, the people who make the Manti Teo one, I can't remember their name right now. They got a few other ones on there, too, that I heard were pretty good. Um, you got an N1 joint? Let me... Oh, yeah, 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 the N1. They made that one. You, you watched that? Mm-hmm. The N1? I haven't yet. I watched the 30 for 30 one, but now, you know, now Netflix has the, the competing <laughs> one, so we'll yeah, see. You got <laughs> to see what they throwing out there, man. I yeah. remember, I, yo, that's funny. I remember I told you the other day, like, N1 still makes apparel. He was like... 2022? <laughs> they still be making shit? <laughs> I was like, well, it's funny. Yeah. After, you, after you told me that, because you, you kind of made the... It was a half joke, because it was kind of true. Like, the, the comfy dad. They make comfy dad clothes. Mm-hmm. And I saw a dude with his family. He had, like, four kids. And I'm like, yeah, that dude is... He's <laughs> <laughs> looking comfortable right now. Right? He's looking mad comfortable. He he had on the, the and ones and, like, some Skechers. I'm like, yeah, that's the that's the outfit right there, man. The... Fucking Tony Romo should be the next spokesman for N one. <laughs> that nigga go get his uh his J's out the trunk. You know he might cross you over. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that yo, not sidebar about Tony Romo and Skechers, bro. Foot comfort is big now. I don't know if I'm getting a bunion or something, but my foot be hurting, man. I be throwing on them <laughs> them North Face slippers to uh that, that spec hooked us up with. Yeah. <laughs> I throw them bitches on to drive to drive sometimes. I'm just like, oh, we should. Just, I fuck. I don't know what's going on, but foot pain is real. I see what Romo talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think Sha- I don't know if Shaq is the uh, one of the spokespeople for um, Skechers, but I know he rocks them for sure. Oh, uh, does he? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah mad old people with, with that, that put pressure on their feet throughout their life. They they rock Skechers. That's another company I would I'm surprised it's still around to this day. I feel like Skechers was getting made fun of when it dropped, <laughs> or at least when they started marketing on TV. So the fact that they they still around like. I took my daughter sneaker shopping the other day, and and there were sketches mm-hmm. there. So yeah, she, they they, they big. I think cheerleading. They big in cheerleading, too. Yeah, well, I think Skechers did a genius thing. Like I don't know, I don't know what terms their marketing department used, but they're mm-hmm. like, all right, we we try to compete where we're getting roasted. They try to make stuff for, for preteens and stuff like that who got to go to school with these shoes on. With, with you know, they got they making the the shell toes, but with like six stripes instead of three. <laughs> and, but they said, you know what? Let's go into segments where we're not going to get roasted so easy. So old people who got messed up feet, mm-hmm. let's do really young kids who, you know, who parents want to slip on shoes real easy. And let's do work, the workplace. So I'll slip the cheerleading into the workplace because mm-hmm. you need some comfy shoes that it doesn't matter what they look like. And they making work boots and all that type of stuff, nursing shoes. Yo, oh, you know what's too? Uh, like, I slept on for years, and I've heard about it. I've, I got two pairs of New Balances that I love, bro. I'm shit just... They're mad expensive. New Balance, old people been wearing them for, for centuries. <laughs> but it was just as comfy as fuck. I get, yo, I get it, yeah. bro. I love wearing them shits. I'm just as comfortable yeah. as fuck, bro. Um, yeah. Yo, it was interesting. It was funny. I can listen to any podcast. I was listening to a sneaker podcast. I forgot the name of it, but it's put out by Complex. And these niggas uh-huh. was geeking out about sneakers I never even heard of. I'm like... How they remember the name? These niggas love sneakers, bro. <laughs> like, but, but yeah. it was interesting to listen to because they they was dropping knowledge. Like, um, with the whole Kanye beef, I guess with Adidas, mm-hmm. they was they were talking about, I like, guess how they feel. Kanye feels like they took his designs and put it on like a a, a lesser valuable model that they're mm-hmm. putting out through Adidas uh, themselves. I think it might even be called YZY or some shit like that or some some <laughs> way too similar. <laughs> but yeah. um. Yeah, but they were they they on that podcast. They were talking about like how sneaker companies done this for years. I and I, I ain't gonna front until I heard this on the podcast. I never seen it. I guess Iverson is like he has like a, a certain I forgot the name of it, the solution or some shit like that that they sell at like Payless or Famous Footwear that look That's like hilarious. Iversons, but they just slightly different. But he's still in that market. They still in that market, yeah. and I'm sure that Iverson makes some type of change off of that too. Wow. That's but they were, they were, and then I seen them in the store. I was like, "Oh shit!" I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even really be able to tell the difference if a kid ran by fast. You know what I mean? And then like, yeah. um, but they were saying how a lot of like they do that for a lot of models. So Kanye, one Kanye signed a check that made him rich. Like you, you signed your rights away though. <laughs> but then right. two, um, it's been done for years. 
And then three, he's beefing over a slide. And I feel like I heard Adidas invented the slide. So they're like, get the yeah. fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Make more sneakers, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned yeah, that from I, the... I, saw, I saw that beef, and I saw uh, Swiss Beats coming to his defense. And honestly, that gave it some credibility. Uh-huh. I'm like, maybe, because I, I, I just... I follow Kanye and he hasn't posted in a while. Then he started posting all this crazy shit about some dude who works for uh, Adidas, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, this dude's just—I uh, don't know what he's, what he's on right now. But uh, it seems like it's some business. Did somebody steal his business or jerk him out of money? But apparently, he, like you said, he signed his a lot of rights away and stuff like that mm-hmm. to make to cash out pretty much. And now he's beefing over some creative stuff because he doesn't have creative control or it's not following his creative vision. Mm-hmm. And Swiss Beats said, yeah, y'all doing my man Kanye dirty. Swiss Beats didn't really put a reason, but <laughs> you know, as, you're, as you're laying this case out here, I'm like, it's business, man. Like, yeah. I, you know. You know what it is? Somebody that I, I got to give somebody else crack, but I can't remember who said it. It's like football players. They sign that contract and then they perform mm-hmm. it real good and they like, Y'all should be getting paid more. Da da da's getting paid this. Da da. He's like, nigga, you signed a three year contract. <laughs> you signed yeah. a four year. Co- that's that's that. Why they signed you to the to the contract? They wanted to lock you in for that price. Right, right. Scotty Pippen in the Last Dance signed a, signed yeah. a crazy deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I say all that to say, Keith, what are you watching nowadays, brother? <laughs> um, I just started watching uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, and... that's the new Game of Thrones. I'm hearing good things. Yeah, that joint is. It's fire. I, I like what they did. It's basically a, a Game of Thrones. It's a, well, it is a Game of Thrones prequel, but they didn't even try to make it different or nothing like that. They just leaned right into it. They, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, same font and everything, same type of vibe and music and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fire. You got to get back into the to the world of like incest and when people's trying to purify their bloodlines by by. Uh, uh, Keeping getting it in with their relatives, but keeping it in the in the fam. <laughs> yeah, lots of pedophilia and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> once you, you your brain somehow could process that and get back into the world of Game of Thrones, you'd be like, all right, let me try to process that. But what you enjoy is the whole politics of it all and all the intrigue. That's funny because I feel like over the the years of doing this podcast, you said that about several HBO shows. Like as soon as you turn your HBO app on, you better prepare your mind to watch some wild shit. <laughs> I mean, when you first Yo. seen Euphoria, when like I didn't even know what you were talking about, but you were telling me about it, you was like, you gotta, you gotta do something with your mind <laughs> before you watching it, cause they adults, but they kids. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you, that is true. Cause I was another show I, I'm watching is Industry. It's okay. about these these young professionals, like in their early to mid twenties, who's trying to make it into like the banking industry. They're mm-hmm. in the banking industry, but it's like really stressful. Just aside from the actual work stuff, there's the social stuff, the drugs, and just having so much money and being so young and having to be so ambitious. And there's tons of sex, but it's not like innuendo type shit. It's like them showing the sex. Like they'll you be like, all right, this sex. And, you know, I'm in the crib and the walls are kind of thin. So I turned the volume down. I'm like, the sex scene's still going on. I was like, all right, we do this 30 minute, 30, 30 second skip, 30 seconds, still going on. 30 seconds again, still going on. 30 seconds again, still going on. All right, it must be almost done. And it is almost done. But guess what? They show a shot of the ejaculate hitting a person. And I'm like, yo, and it's not. This is not like an exception where they be like, oh, let's just do this one thing just to kind of wake up the senses in people. Like they do this over and over. Like it's it's insane. It's just mad, filating and condolingan, and oh, it is just. But so like you have to adjust your mind to like, yo, they're gonna get it in. Like your senses have to be like. You have to tune your shit down, like you, you know what I'm saying, like the brightness. You like, am I on vixen? Like, what the fuck? Yo, it's <laughs> to show the shot of the joint, and they had to get a props, they props person. They had to say, yo, we need something that looks just like semen, and the director probably had to come and approve that shit. Be like, ah, that, that looks too much like Cinnabon shit. We need to adjust that. What can you do? Adjust the opacity. Yeah, and the viscosity and all this is. That, that's the crazy thing about I think about behind the scenes, like what's what it's like for the actor, but also the people who's behind the camera. Like, all right, you know, that wasn't right. Let's do that again. <laughs> that was like Dave Chappelle, I think on the first episode, where, or one of the episodes, he's like, I seen the cameraman, he had to put the shit down for Tyrone Big. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, but then I seen him lick his fingers because <laughs> it was chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, industry is, a. Uh, it's quite a show. It's not for the faint at heart, because I know there's a lot of people, like, for instance, like, um, you remember, 
What's the joint with the motorcycles? Sam Crow. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Well, I had a, my homeboy say he thinks it's dope, but it's mad violent. And he's just like, it's just really sensational with the violence. And I'm like, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Not the industry. If you can't get past the the, the graphic sex and the, the drugs and stuff. like Every time you see two characters enter... You know what? It is like Vixen because every time you see two characters enter a room together, <laughs> like sometimes even three characters, you have a feeling like, ah, they're going to smash. I don't know if it's the music or whatever. Like if they play certain music when people are about to smash, but like it happens a lot. Like it's just like, yo, they don't have to smash the scene. Boom. They smash it. <laughs> oh, two coworkers are going to work together. They carpooling. Smash. Is that it's an crazy. HBO show? HBO, yeah. I wonder if years ago HBO did like research and like, yo, people really like sex scenes because <laughs> they they like, yo, they feel like they they put it in a lot of their shit. They like, yo, there's something about people come back for sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it must be because I wouldn't doubt that there's some writers who write a show because you know they pitch it to like a writer might say, I'm gonna pitch the FX, I'm gonna pitch the Showtime, I'm gonna pitch the HBO. And HBO said, all right, bet we'll two million dollars on the spot to to produce the show, and they said, but. We'll make some edits to this. <laughs> you gotta add some sex scenes in this shit. You gotta add some shit. You see this part where these parents meet up outside to to pick up their kids from school on the first day. Two of those parents creep off, and then you know what to do. It's just some wild horny nigga doing the HBO meetings. Yeah, <laughs> a dude named Charles. Like you know what this really needs. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo, but no, because remember back in the porn wasn't as available as it is now. So there was probably some people who was like, this is the only way I really get to visually experience other people having sex. You know what I'm saying? Is they might, and then nowadays even people might feel weird going to Pornhub or something like that. So that's, it could even be subconscious. You know what I mean? Why they yeah, yeah. It might be. I mean, Cinemax was the was the originator, none greater of people like straight up piping on screen. But those shows was terrible. Like it was, yeah. they, all they had was 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 uh, graphic sexual content. HBO said, you know what? Let's take let's take a Cinemax joint, etch their name out, put HBO Max on top, <laughs> and, drop, and drop hits nonstop, motherfucker. <laughs> you heard. Yo, that's another episode in the books, man. We up out of here, man. Peace and love to everybody out there. Stay safe. Show some love to your brothers, your sisters, everybody. Let's let's, let's spread love. Let's make this a better world, man. Keith, always a pleasure doing an episode with you, brother. Say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Peace.